Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Codelation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And in this episode from Idea to Done, we have a special guest, Mr. Neil Patel. Hey, Neil, could you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, just as a quick background, serial entrepreneur, uh, done quite a few app-related companies from Crazy Egg, uh, Hello Bar, Subscribers. Uh, my latest one that I spend all my time on is Ubersuggest. It's an app that helps you get more... SEO traffic, in other words, rank higher on Google without spending any money, and uh, you can start off for free. There's a free version of it. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great tool. We use it a lot over here at Codelation. Yeah. No, and I, I, like I said, I'm excited to meet you. I've listened to your podcast. I've watched, I creep on your social media quite a bit, and it's probably because <laughs> you invented the algorithm so that it just shows up on my stuff. <laughs> but um, the main reason we wanted you here today is we're launching an app this year. And we're kind of, I just want to get your like thoughts on, you know, how to market a new app and validating a product before building it. So we'll just kind of roll into it. How would you market an app in 2020 with no, ex or with no audience? So the first thing I would do is find your ideal customer and I would start interviewing them and get feedback from them put them on a podcast, interview them. And as you do that, talk about that and be like, yeah, if it did something like this and that and the other, would you use it? And they'd be like, yeah. And then start sending it over to them afterwards. That works really well if you have a high price point app. If you have a low price point app, um, you want quantity. So I would do a little bit different approach in which I would market it by finding all the influencers out there in your space, give them a free version. Don't force them to talk about it. Just give them a free version help them use it, help them get set up. And if you give enough influencers a free version, eventually they'll start talking about it. Cool. You mentioned high price point, low price point. What, uh, what's kind of the line that you set in terms of either monthly or annual revenue? So low price point would be under a thousand a year. High price point would be above a thousand a year. Okay. Good to know. I like that. Is that, uh, is that a, your opinion changed for 2020 or is that kind of tried and true advice you'd give? Tried and true advice worked really well this year. Awesome. All right. So Neil, you've launched a number of apps that have been kind of standalone um, apps on their own. You've also done some stuff within your business. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you decide to, you know, either keep that as a core business line or it's its own standalone thing? Sure. When it's related to my core business and my core customer base, my existing revenue, I try to loop it in. If it's not relevant enough to my core business, core audience, core customer base, that's I'm already generating revenue from, I spin it out and make it separate. Um, the reason you want to keep it together when it's the same customer type and you already have existing revenue, it's easier to upsell people and get them to pay uh, under the same company. Usually when it's a new company, new purchase order, new invoicing, etc. especially for high-end price points. For low-end price points, it doesn't matter as much, but for high-end price points, it definitely makes a difference. Cool. I like that. So as a software consultancy, we found that people build apps that they shouldn't. Um, in your opinion, how important is validating an idea before jumping into the app build? 
Very, because if you don't, you're just going to waste money. Even if it's an app you should be building and you just jump in and you spend a lot of money without validating, you could go in the wrong direction and it can cost you time and money. So it's not just about building. It's about building what people want, the way they want it, make it work the way it should be working. All these things you won't know until you validate. Because even if you build a product your audience wants, but you build it the wrong way, it's not going to succeed. It's very important to validate along each and every single step. So there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff under the, under the hood before you even get going is what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. And you know this better than anyone else because you guys code them. <laughs> is there anything totally. else that uh, you would think about building and marketing apps in 2020? So a few things. Whatever I would build, I would make sure it's freemium. I think freemium is the easiest way to market an app in 2020. Um, marketing costs are continually rising because people are raising so much money. Uh, software as a service, especially enterprise software services, a really hot sector. And I don't think you can do well unless you go out there and figure out how to penetrate a market. And the easiest way to do that is premium because this low barrier to entry, right? Someone can use you without swiping a credit card or anything. Awesome. Well, Neil, we like to keep these pretty brief. We thank you very much for jumping on the podcast with us today and uh, taking a little time to chat. Thanks for having me. Awesome.